money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, training, coaching, partnering. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. We're going to do a market update and we always start each of our RIA meetings with a market update. And I'm here to tell you, we are in the best real estate market in the history of the state of Texas. And not by like a small margin, by a, by a large margin. Uh, now, by the way, I'm not saying that to try to brainwash you or convince you one way or the other. We as real estate investors can make money in up markets, down markets, and sideways markets. I've made some of my biggest killings in down markets, disruptions, opportunities. I like down markets. 2008 was a great year for me. Uh, did seller financing. Uh, 2006 was a great year, right? 2007, I mean, they, the, the markets changed. The problems of the markets changed. Problems create opportunities, uh, which real estate investors can make money on. Uh, as markets go up and down, sometimes it's easy to buy and hard to sell. Sometimes it's easy to sell and hard to buy. It's never easy to buy and easy to sell. Okay, right now it's hard to buy, hard to find the deals, uh, easy to sell, right? Properties are selling faster and for more money. Uh, than expected. So we can make money in all these different markets, but I will say something about the up market. What strategies work in the up market? The answer is yes. Okay, <laughs> everything worked. You're kind of in the right place at the right time. In the up market, I see a lot of people making a lot of mistakes and yet making money anyway. The market is rewarding just being in the market. And I don't think you should make mistakes. I don't want anybody to make mistakes but people are overpaying and overimproving and screwing everything possibly that they could up and then they go to sell their property and then it sells for so much more than was expected that, that the market saved them. Okay, so for the new people, it's a good time to get into the market because it's safer. Now that being said, I've been through this uh, rodeo before and I know what happens when it turns. And what happens when it turns is the pros make a killing and the rookies get killed, slaughtered, right? Because if people are making money just because they're lucky, they're getting rewarded for bad behavior. And what do you get when you reward bad behavior? More bad behavior, right? And there's a lot of bad behavior going on right now. And I'm gonna tell all of the people that are doing this and making money, even though they don't know what the heck they're doing, you better, right, buckle up, learn some skills, you know, learn how to do it right so that you're prepared when the market does change to take advantage of the next market cycle. All that being said, let's talk about where we are right now. This is where Texas is. I'm gonna go through each of the cities in a minute, but if you look at uh, Texas, the average sales price for a house in the state of Texas is 409,000. Median price, that's the middle of all buyers and sellers, uh, 335, uh, up 19% uh, year over year. Um, total prices on houses uh, are up 18%, some cities more. Uh, Austin a lot more, uh, some cities less. Months of inventory, what is months of inventory? What does months of inventory mean? Um, here's the thing, um, if you stopped putting, if, 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 if you stopped putting more houses on the market, if, if, you, if you just, nobody put another house for sale and all we had left to sell is what's, what's on the market now, we have just over one month of inventory. That means in four weeks, based on how fast people are buying houses, there'd be nothing left to buy, zero, okay? It's an incredible number. They say if there's less than six months of inventory, 
you're in a, uh, a seller's market. When there's more than six months of inventory, you're in a buyer's market. When you got right around six months of inventory, you're in a neutral market, okay? We are in an incredibly strong seller's market. One month of inventory, 1.1 months of inventory. The shelves are empty, okay? This, you're going in the supermarket, the, the, the hurricane's been coming over to town, you got there late, and there's nothing left. That's pretty much kind of where we are uh, right now. Now, we always do a forecast every year. We've been doing this for years, and you know what? And I'm not trying to brag here, my wife does it. She's, she's the really smart one to put these numbers together. She's always been spot on, year after year after year. We expect prices to go up another 20% in Texas over the next year. That's what we expect. Um, and I'm, again, I'm not saying, that. I, I like that. I have a lot of rental property, so that's good for me. But whether it goes up or down, we can make money, right? And, and, and we can do well. But here's the thing about real estate. Um, I have no idea what the stock market is going to do. I have no clue. It could go up, it could go down, it could, it could go down 5,000 points, points tomorrow, probably will, right? And, and I have no idea. It's, there's no way to predict it. The economy is pretty challenging to predict. You got some leading indicators when it comes to the economy, so it can be quite, quite challenging to predict, but there's some level of predictability. Um, real estate's not that hard. And the reason real estate's not that hard, people are like, how can you predict things? Who's got a crystal ball? It's, it's not like we're really smart or we're claiming to be some super brains or something like that. With real estate, the reason it's not that hard to forecast real estate is it's all supply and demand. That's, that's what real estate is. We know exactly how many houses we have. We know exactly how many people are moving here from California. We know how many people are having babies. And we know how many buildings constructions there are, how many, how, how many buildings uh, have been permitted to build, be built. We know the supply, we know the demand. And, and the problem we have is people keep moving to Texas and keep having babies, right? And, and we're not building enough houses for the number of people that are moving here. And until that problem changes, we have more demand and not enough supply. And when you have growing demand and not enough supply, what happens to prices? They go up. And depending on the misbalance, you can actually forecast that. We've been forecasting it for years and we've always been spot on. 2008, there was a major problem. Everybody knew it, right? Everybody that was looking at the inventory, right? Right now we have a different problem. We have a housing shortage and there's nothing in the horizon that we can see to fix it. And people talk about the economy. We could go into a recession. I, I don't know, maybe, yeah, absolutely. But interestingly enough, the real estate doesn't actually care that much about the economy. People think it does. The Great Depression, the Great Depression, the big one. What happened to real estate prices? Anybody know? They went down a whopping 6%. Nothing, right? The Great Pandemic, a one in a hundred year thing, a Great Pandemic, what happened to real estate prices? They went up 20%, right? It's not the economy. Real estate tends to be a leading indicator, not a lagging indicator. When the real estate market crashes, yeah, it pulls the economy down. When the real estate market booms, it pulls the economy up. It's actually not the other way around. And, and that's why it's relatively easy compared to the stock market and, and, and the economy and other things to forecast real estate. And we expect for, uh, real estate prices to go up. And, and this, is, this is a unique number. We've never seen this before, right? Every year, Texas Rio says a forecast. Every year it's 1%, 3%, 5%, 8%, you know, and, and this is 20. Let's get into the individual cities. Houston, uh, Houston looks a lot like the state of Texas, 400,000 uh, average price, uh, 335 median. 
uh, year-to-date price increases of 16%. We forecast the prices will increase in Houston 15 to 20%. Um, Houston has some interesting zoning issues, easier to build there than in other cities. Um, active listings are down pretty much everywhere. Uh, why are active listings down with all this demand? Because there's just nothing left. The shelves have been cleared out. And normally, you know, you'd have more building and other things going on, but they just can't keep up. Inventory, 1.3 months of inventory. Here we go, Austin, Texas. This is not a typo. The average house in Austin, Texas, this is average. I don't mean like big or small or cheaper, but average. The average house in Austin, Texas is $645,000. Is that crazy? You know, we were doing a little research on this, and it turns out that, uh, anybody know where the name Austin came from? It's, it turns out it's Latin for San Francisco. Yeah, so yeah, it's crazy. Uh, look at the months of inventory. That's not a typo, 0.5, two weeks. Two weeks, there's two weeks left of houses. In two weeks, if you know, nobody puts another house on the market, there'd be nothing left, not a single house left to buy. Uh, in Austin. It's absolutely uh, incredible. Number of sales is down 4,200 units. Why? It's not the demand, it's the supply. There's nothing left. The shelves are empty. Good luck finding anything uh, to buy. Uh, prices in Austin up 29%. 29%. And we for better or for worse, good news, bad news, depending on which way you look at this, we expect prices to go up another 25 or 30%. And it's just, it's, it's just supply and demand. I mean, look at the demand. You know, Tesla's moving here. Everybody's moving here. Question? Um, is this like just in Austin, like Travis County, or just like California? This is Austin Metro. Okay. Austin Metro. Uh, Travis will always have more growth than, than, than uh, uh, Williamson and Hayes. Uh, and the way appreciation works, it always goes from the center in. Okay. Um, in Travis County, and I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not much, there's pretty much no left, nothing left to build on. Travis County's pretty much built, right? There's just not vast swaths of land to build on. Williamson County, you look at it a map, uh, there's lots of land. There's still a lot of land. And when you have land, then you're, you, have, you have variable supply, right? not fixed supply. Travis County has fixed supply. There's only so much land, it's all built on. You can't have, you, you know, you're building ones and twosies, but not, you're not building hundreds of houses. Uh, in, in Williamson County, they're, they're, they're doing track homes, right? They're still building subdivisions. Now they're constrained by supply chain, capital and other things, um, but they're trying, at least they have the ability to build more inventory, right? That, that doesn't exist in Travis County. More people want to live in Travis County than Williamson County, and I'm saying good or bad or whatever. It's just it it, it is what it is, uh, what it is. You know, at, at times Williamson County has been the fastest growing county in, in the country at certain times, but the prices haven't done the same thing in Williamson that they've done in Travis, and the reason is you know another hundred thousand people move into Williamson County, and then they just build another hundred thousand houses, and then another hundred thousand people move into Williamson County, and then they just build another hundred thousand houses, right? In Travis County, you know, we don't have that much room, right? You know, 50,000 people move into Travis County, but there's not any place you could even build 50,000 more houses. So they just have to compete for what's already there and prices go crazy, uh, which, is, which is what's happened. Okay, 
um, San Antonio, uh, the most affordable place uh, to buy real estate in Texas. And I do know some Austin investors are investing in San Antonio because it's more affordable, $374,000 average price. Man, it just wasn't that long ago that uh, that was like 150 and now it's you know 374 and and that's considered a bargain that's that's cheap 1.3 months of inventory prices up 16% another uh, 15 18% expected uh increase uh Dallas uh 475 uh average sales price prices up 20% uh 0.8 months of inventory and interestingly enough, for people looking at all this Dallas tends to be, for a lot of different interesting reasons I'm not going to go into right now, the bellwether of Texas. If you ever kind of want to get a clue for where the real estate market might be going, take a look at Dallas. Take a look at their inventory. Take a look at their numbers. Dallas has always been the bellwether uh, for Texas. And it's just one of the things and one of the markets that we always look at. You know, and, and, and we always look at inventory. Inventory is the future. That tells you what's going to happen, right? Uh, inventory. Uh, and, and, and there's other things that we look at for, uh, for, for, for bellwethers, um, like um, uh, condominiums. We call condominiums the canary in the coal mine. It's the first thing to go, the last thing to come back. When, when the market starts to go soft, condos are the first thing to go. The price of condos and, and the inventory goes up for condos before anything else. So when we start to see condo inventory growing, that's a precursor to housing inventory uh, growing. Uh, if you can, I mean, the saying is, if you can sell a condo, you can sell anything. Right now, condos are flying off the shelf, just like everything else. Um, so that's a little bit of a market update uh, for what's going on in, in Texas. Hopefully, uh, you guys enjoy that a little bit. Uh, congratulations, you are there. Uh, greatest real estate market ever. Uh, you know, and again, you can make money in up markets, down markets, sideways markets. But in this kind of a market, it's very forgiving. Uh, it's more challenging to find deals, but it's easy to monetize just about anything that you can find. If you can buy it, uh, pretty sure you can sell it uh, very, very easily. Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at texasstarterkit.com.